This show is dedicated to my grandmother who passed away in March of 2022. Previously on Heartbeat Here Radio. huge Batman fan. I, yeah, I saw it opening night, took my kids with me, and man, we had a blast. Nobody. It was Galaga. Oh, my gosh. Oh, okay. Next. Not doing so well right now, guys. Next up. <laughs> oh, Zelda. That is correct. In every possible way you can do it, look for every clue, every heart, everything that you could find in that game. Um, I will have the amazing Time Court on board as well. Yeah. Or see the TIE Fighter. I don't know anything about Star Wars. Oh, so That's like really supportive. Crappy old piano, and and they couldn't keep. I listen to a lot of butt rock, so they be in a factory with sparks coming from. Special. Let me just say how relieved I am that that bunk is still alive. (laughs) Thank you. I'm here. And you are premier in the living room. Yes. (laughs) Thank you so much, ladies. Welcome to Season 6 of Heartbeat Hero Radio. It is Saturday night, March the 12th of 2022. I'm here live on twitch.tv slash heartbeathero. My name is Daniel Barton, and I'm your friendly neighborhood Synthwave fan. Now, a huge shout-out to Joe of the Ozone Nightmare for creating a cool looping video of Heartbeat Hero, including all the social links. Today, we have a new sponsor for the show, Cool Mo Wee. He is from Canada and also creates music, and he also has a Synthwave show called Radio Dark Tunnel Synthwave Show with Cool Mo Wee. Thank you so much for sponsoring the show. Now, next uh, show, we should have a proper intro for Cool Mo Wee, and I'm really looking forward to that. Now, thank you so much to the other supporters of this show, Jefferson Rift, Robin Lights, Keith Atherton, my sister Lee Ellen, my mom Haiti, and my wife. If you would like to support the show, go to patreon.com slash heartbeathero. Now tonight, I will be interviewing Memorex Memories at 8.30 p.m. Paris time. And for the trivia, at 9 p.m. we have Hot Heels, Joe Ozone, Sequenza, and also Memorex Memories. Alrighty then, let's get this show on the road. Sin Street from the Netherlands. He loves to play retro games and watch Joe Rogan in his free time. And he's also a very talented Dutch synthwave producer. Flow of Synth Street has created an awesome track called Time Goes By, and this is my remix of it.
That was Time Goes By, created by Sin Street, the Heartbeat Hero Remix. We got some shout-outs to the chat. We got Dodgy Dodo. We got DJ Johnny Boy and S Dwarfs. I had this really weird dream a few weeks ago. Now, someone I know who does not really have experience in cutting hair offered to cut my hair. So I said, sure. So she started cutting my hair with clippers. And another person close to us said, oh, no, please stop cutting his hair. It looks terrible. So I looked at the back of my head and all my hair was cut uneven and including bald spots. So I went, okay, okay, uh, just stop trying to cut it and just take it off. I'll go for the bald look. And after about 30 seconds again, the other person said, no, that's even worse. So half of my head was bald and the other half was like really badly cut. So after that, for some reason, I let someone else try to fix it. That person had shaven a picture of his dad into the back of my head. So when people were standing behind me, they thought that I was that other person's dad. It was a complete nightmare. And thinking back about it, uh, I kind of figured out why I dreamt it. The reason was I was re-watching the video of Will Smith and Chris Rock at the Oscars way too many times. Chris Rock had made a joke about Will Smith's wife Jada having a shaven head and Chris Rock I assume did not know that she had a hair loss condition. But the reaction to the joke by Jada triggered Will Smith to go on stage and slap Chris Rock. Now after watching that too many times it must have crept into my subconscious and made me dream about it. It's it's so weird how the mind works and so weird what love can make you do. Now our next artist has generated more than 6 million streams on Spotify. Essie is a Nashville based artist. I played two of her tracks on the show, one called Stranger and the other called Dance Floor. I was watching one of her Instagram reels and this track caught my ear. This is One by Essie.
One by Essie. We got some shout outs to the chat. We got Mr. and Mrs. Nasty, and we got Crime City Key guitarist, uh, also known as Twain. I hope you all have a great Easter weekend, a long Easter weekend. I remember back in the day when we would go Easter egg hunting in the park with a lot of kids. They had a gold egg that was like worth $500, I think. And uh, it wasn't real gold, but if you found it, then you would get. Uh, I was imagining finding it and buying myself a retro console. Now, I never found that egg, but I did get that console eventually. Now, from Stockholm, Sweden, we have Covered in Snow. Check out their website, CoveredInSnow.com. Their track, Glasgow Smile, is remixed by the legendary electronic alternative band, Mesh, from Bristol. You can find them on Instagram at Mesh We Collide. This is Glasgow Smile by Covered in Snow, the Mesh Remix.
was Glasgow Smile by Covered in Snow, the Mesh Remix. The next track is by the main guest I have tonight, Sean Hart, a.k.a. Memorex Memories from Glasgow, Scotland. I will be interviewing him at 8.30 p.m. Paris time tonight. That's in about 45 minutes, a little bit shorter. Uh, during the lockdown, Sean created this chill, laid-back, and funny video to cheer up the isolated and lockdown during the corona pandemic. Get ready for some sexy dad dancing by Memorex Memories. This is Wasting Time by Memorex Memories.
mean months of a complete lockdown, but that the people would have to be responsible and reduce social distancing measures gradually. That was Wasting Time by Memorex Memories. We got a shout out to Bokanoid. Thank you for joining. Now I have a mini documentary called Remain in Motion with a voiceover and music of Memorex Memories. He talks about his hometown, Govan in Glasgow. Now he talks about his observations and mindset during this period and how he came to create his new album called In Motion. This is a mini documentary called Remain in Motion by Memorex Memories. The image most commonly associated with my music is that of a brandless 80s sports car speeding down an endless laser highway in the depths of space. Now those of you who are familiar with the music of The Waves will more than likely be familiar with some variation of this imagery. Now don't get me wrong, it's a pretty cool aesthetic. Space is most certainly the place and I'm always happy here that some daft sounds that I've made have the potential to take people there, even if it's just for a couple of minutes. However, from a writing perspective, space has never been the place for me. Allow me to explain. I was born and currently live in a town called Govan, which is in the city of Glasgow. Now the hyperbole in me wants to call Govan a shithole, and I reckon most of the people who grew up around these parts would agree with that. But in reality, there are far worse places in this world to grow up. I mean, I don't have to walk 10 miles to collect water from a barren well. Let me put it that way. But what Govan is, is unapologetically mediocre. During the First and Second World War, Govan had this thriving shipping industry. But since then, it's known more for its unemployment, knife crime, and opioid addiction. And anyone not doing those things is trying very hard to avoid those things. Put simply, Govan is a painfully grey, working class town that's housed within a city that's forgotten about it. Now you're probably thinking, what does that have to do with your music? And the answer is, it has everything to do with my music. Because when you're a socially anxious kid, stuck in an environment that you have absolutely nothing in common with, you either adapt to that environment or you escape. And in this case, I escaped. I've always been a very visually minded person when it comes to writing. That's a pretentious way of saying that I write sounds for my head movies. I'm not sure why, but at this particular point in my life, I latched onto these fantastical, idyllic images of a sun-drenched, neon-clad America. And I kind of used them as an outlet for all the negativity in my life. It, it felt like I was finally able to take all this poison that I'd carried around with me for years, wrap it up in all this dreamlike imagery, and just send it out, repackage it into something positive. Every time I approached the studio, I would just focus on a source of pain and imagine what it would be like to just leave it behind, to just run away from it, to just focus on the passing lines in the road and just drive towards that horizon. This was the way that I wrote for a very, very long time. That was until I started work on In Motion. For longevity's sake, I won't go into too much detail here, but it was around this time I decided to take some action and focus on my mental health. Long story short, I made some major changes and for the first time over the course of a very long battle with my own head, 
I finally started to like myself. I had re-evaluated my view of the world and for the first time I saw my environment not as something to run away from, but something to embrace. It really used to bug me that the only thing that diluted all the monochrome around these parts was the cheap storefront neon that just spilled out onto the pavement. But the more that I looked around with the right kind of eyes, the more this previously absent sense of weight and almost like a morbid appreciation began to form. All of the pillowy nostalgia and need for escapism that fueled my earlier work had been almost positively jaded. I began to come up with this new concept that integrated with that need for nostalgia. This might sound a little bit sci-fi, but bear with me. I began to think about this haunting concept that someday the houses in the surrounding areas where families have lived rich, full lives may someday be knocked down. They could be flattened and replaced. The area could become a housing project, an industrial district, or maybe even gentrified. But the path that was carved out for the motorway will always be there. It will be like the industrial equivalent of a tree growing through an abandoned car in a denuded field. The area would simply accommodate the new structure and grow around it. All of the physical reminders of a life once lived could feasibly be removed in the near future, leaving only a memory behind. In my head, this created some weird feedback loop of sorts where I was becoming nostalgic for things that were yet to happen. This whole thought process culminated in the realization that I, myself, cannot fight change. No matter how much I fear it. And if I don't remain in motion, I run the risk of being left behind just forever clinging on to those fleeting, rose-tinted memories of how things used to be. And if I continue to condemn myself for the actions of the past, I would in turn be denying myself a future. Now, as I said before, the hyperbole in me wants to call Governor shit home, and I reckon most of the people who grew up here would agree with that. But in reality, there are governs all over the world. Small, middle-of-the-road, monochromatic towns with seemingly nothing to offer. And if you spend enough time in these places, you might find yourself thinking that you, yourself, have absolutely nothing to offer. And to anyone who finds himself in that situation, try to remember, you might be a product of your environment, but who's to say that you can't make that environment a product? That was a mini documentary called Remain in Motion by Memorex Memories. Shout out to Synthwave83. Hey, I'm going to take an 18 minute break. And when I get back, I'm going to play a few more tracks and then eventually interview Sean Hart, a.k.a. Memorex Memories. I will see you in the chat. Welcome to the pre-recorded part of the show. First up is Massive Z, a duo from Berlin, Germany. This next track has vibes of driving a supercar through Tokyo. The track Metropolis brings traditional Asian soundscapes, analog synthesizers, and a fresh modern mix to the listener's pleasure. This is Metropolis by Massive Z.
That was Metropolis by Massive Z. I now have three short tracks by Isobutane. These three tracks are a collection of some of my favorite tunes off his YouTube channel. They are Poly and Tracker AE Lego Welt Jam, Floppy Pop, and Stylophone Gen X1 and Poly and Tracker. Enjoy.
That was Polly N's Tracker AE Lego Welt Jam, Floppy Pop, and Stylephone Gen X1 and Polly N Tracker by Isobutane. Troy, aka Dream Reaper, is from Portland, USA. He has a day job as a teacher, and in his free time, he creates and performs awesome cyberpunk music. This is Error 303 by Dream Reaper. Error. was Era 303 by Dream Reaper. Next up is a new disco French electro producer from Norway called Dr. Plector. His new album Rain is now out on Spotify. This specific track I'm going to play is also called Rain, a wonderful future funk masterpiece. This is Rain by Dr. Plector. Oh, 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 
that was Rain by Dr. Plector. Next up is a trio called Lux and Leisure from USA, Colombia, and the UK. You can find more of their stuff on luxandleisure.bandcamp.com. This wonderful video edit is by our CEO of video, Robin Lights. This is Breeze by Lux and Leisure. was Breeze by Lux and Leisure. Now a shout out to HS1986 and Rocco Destro. I'm back from my break, getting things ready for my interview with Memorex Memories. I've seen them behind the scenes already, but we're going to play a few more tracks because it's not 8.30 yet. Um, this next track uh, is called Space Sailing by Tiux79.
That was Space Sailing by Tiux79. I think I have time for a few more tracks. Here is Exploration Unlimited by BTOG.
Exploration Unlimited by BTOG. All right, we got shouts to Sin Street, Nanoverse, and Robin Lights. Now we're going to play a track off the new Future Kids album called 80s Dreams. Uh, this is the prologue of that album. Let's have a listen. from the future kids from his new album called 80s dreams uh we're gonna play one more track and then we're gonna go to our interview with memorex memories here we go uh, the oh this track is called remembering by the future kids
right, today I'll be interviewing a guest who has been on the show before. He was one of the first guests I've ever had on my show on episode three, to be specific. He has had millions of plays on Spotify. His top tracks are Curious Alice, Pictures of Purple Skies, and thanks for listening. Two of his favorite bands are Boards of Canada and LCD Sound System. He has samples and lines tattooed on him from tracks spawning from the label Warp Records. His synth children are the Moog Grandmother, the MS-20, and the ARP 2600, this tattooed man from Glasgow, Scotland, is electronic producing wizard, Sean Hart, a.k.a. Memorex Memories. Welcome to Heartbeat Hero Radio. Wow. you done your research, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love this setup, man. This is like, I don't know, like, I feel like a reporter on the news, you know, coming to you live <laughs> via satellite, a vagrant in a tank top. Like, this is cool. <laughs> How you doing, man? How you doing? Yeah, great, man. Great. Just working away on music and generally surviving you know i actually got a little bit carried away with a game of fallout new vegas before i joined in there i was like yeah, i need to get my life together oh, nice <laughs> nice is that, is that one of your favorite games to play oh god like, i don't i don't actually play games that often um uh actually i just started playing left for dead 2 again with my my partner and we played that a lot just in split screen co-op and uh, I decided to get it on Steam because I realized that the computer that I actually use for making music, its main purpose is to play games. So I finally joined the, the PC landscape of, of gaming and I kind of got what all the fuss is about, man. That frame rate, it's no joke. It's no joke. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, getting back to the music, uh, could you please tell the people that have never seen you before, have never heard your work, uh, how did you get started on uh, creating music? Oh God, um, yeah, that's a, that's a bit of a long story. Um, not exactly how you'd expect to get to making synth music. Um, years and years ago, uh, my friend actually uh, invited me to join his deathcore band. Um, and at that point, that's kind of what I was listening to, was like a lot of death metal, a lot of deathcore, all the cores, as was the style at the time. <laughs> um, and I wasn't very good. Wasn't a very good vocalist. My friend is actually amazing. He's uh, it started like a whole new band called Head of the Traitor since. They're doing really well. Um, but basically, uh, in order to practice, um, I just started kind of messing around with a door called Mixcraft. Um, one by one, all of our band members dropped out. <laughs> and I, it basically just ended up me. Uh, with a multi-layered lawsuit of copyrighted samples and i was kind of pathetically growling over it and i realized mm, this maybe isn't the the yeah uh, the path for me um and then uh, after that it was one weekend um my friend introduced me to brian you know and aphex twin in the same oh, weekend yeah. aphex twin and so cool so cool that blew my mind window I liquor window liquor like yeah, man, just like all the all the aliases, um, and then I actually um, ended up downloading an app on my Xbox 360 at the time called Last FM, and from there, I think I was cleaning my room one day. Boards of Canada is a beautiful place in the countryside. Came on, a beautiful place in the country, rather, and uh, I just remember like crying because I was just like, that is exactly the sounds I have in my head. Felt like someone just scooped it up and. Then, like, from there, I just started working, like, honestly, I think I had a terrible, terrible, like, office laptop that was barely capable of running Excel. I had a demo copy of Mixcraft 5, don't even know if that DAW is still around, um, and just started from there. Um, I mean, I really wanted to be multiple things, jack of all trades, master of none, uh, probably still the case now, and somehow... 
uh, ended up getting involved in the Chill Synth or Synthwave community. <laughs> I just somehow fell into it. The software you're using, Mixcraft, I actually yeah. never heard that before. I mean, obviously it's very old, but um, mm. how did you find it? What Was it like a freeware or did you have to pay for it? What, what was, how did you... Yeah, uh... It was just a demo. Like There's apparently a full version of it. And if I'm being honest, I think I might have downloaded the demo off a of LimeWire, which is just even more uh... toxic. <laughs> um, but yeah, honestly, it was the, the user interface on the door. It was just so counterproductive. But um, one day, uh, a neighbor who used to stay across the street, kind of like a family friend, I was unaware for years that he was actually like a, a DJ. He was kind of working on more hard style GABA type music. And um, he told me about FL Studio, or he called it Fruity Loops at the time. And I was just like, what is Fruity Loops? Went over, saw what he was using. And I was like, oh, this, this looks like the real deal. And um, then I just started working with FL Studio. But Mixcraft, I don't know, search for it. I don't even know if the company's still going. I might, I might actually do that. I mean, see if we've got any new demos, go back to basics. <laughs> <laughs> so how could you compare it to uh, FL Studio? Are there any similarities in the structure of working? Or I mean, Obviously, it was completely different. But what, what were the differences then? Um, it was just very clunky, to be honest, um, and, and very limited at the time. I remember the biggest thing was... Um, I had a demo of like Mixcraft 4 and then the new one came out and it was like, this is Mixcraft 5, baby. We have automation clips. And like, Whoa, <laughs> here we go. We're, we're moving up and trying to do any kind of editing like that that involved automation. It was just my computer, the fans would just speed up and I think it would achieve flight and then I would just kind of give up on my dreams there. But yeah, very clunky. You've actually like inspired me to have a look and see if Mixcraft is still going. I kind of want a shot again. Well, next to the DAW, you also have some hardware, since I mentioned them in the in the yeah. big speech in the beginning. Uh, what led you to that then? Because was FL Studio not enough, or were you always using hardware next to FL Studio? Um, yeah, to be honest, I just thought keyboards were really cool initially. This was like when um, I knew absolutely nothing about it, uh, but I just thought keyboards were really cool. And then I would see these big moogs. And then because like I've been a sort of like lifelong hip hop fan, I knew about Jay Dilla's um, like his love of the moog. And then that got me to look into more. And I just thought those big walls of like hanging wires and patch bays and all that, I just thought they were really cool. Didn't know what any of it done. And then I think... It was more, um, I still use it to this day, actually. It's a VST called Messiah. And I think it's called, I think it's from Memory Moon. I think that's the company that do it. Memory Moon's Messiah. And it is a Prophet, Prophet 5 emulator. And I've just, I've used that for so many years. I knew the thing like inside and out. And then when I actually got a shot of a real profit, because I don't have five, five to seven thousand pounds for a real one, <laughs> um, I, 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 it turns out that I could use it and you were all done. And I was like, that's really interesting. So that kind of became my thing. I'm like, if you can use the emulator and you actually use it enough, do you require it? Basically, it'll fit into my workflow. So that's why um i'm very particular on what i've got don't have a new synth every month but the ones that i've got i use in everything so currently got the korg ms10 that was actually gifted to me by one of my lecturers and um, when i studied sound production at college and um, when i was leaving that was his he sold me it. it's like fr actually from the 70s i think if that's when that synth came out i might be getting that wrong but uh that was my first semi-modular i've got a uh, uh arp 2500 
Um, got the Deep Mind six. If I knew what I was doing at the time, I would have got the twelve, but still pretty good. Um, I've got my TR eight Roland drum machine and just like a ton of uh, outboard effects. So I've got like, my big graphic EQ, my tube amp, and that kind of thing. But um, if anyone is thinking about dabbling into any kind of outboard equipment, my biggest thing would be like get yourself a patch bay. It has completely tidied up my studio and it's just so convenient you can have everything all plugged in you're like oh i want to use that rather than going behind and plugging everything in you just take a connection put it there it's good to go but there you go anyone starting to get into hardware patch bay get that <laughs> start there <laughs> you'll thank me later so uh, another question uh, is a patch bay this is similar to a mixer what's the difference between a mixer and a patch bay um so it's actually like if only I could rotate the camera, I could show you it. But effectively, <laughs> um, it, it's it's not even powered. It's literally just quarter-inch jack connections on the front and the back, tops being outputs and bottoms being... Um, sorry, tops being outputs, bottoms being inputs. And um, it just lets everything all flow together. So you can have, like, the thing that I often talk about... <laughs> I'm, I'm this kind of fun guy at parties. I'll start talking about my external input method, and you see people kind of shuffling away, but... One of the most fascinating things <laughs> about my setup is that I've actually got an output from the patch bay going into the external input of the MS-10, and then the output of the MS-10 returns back into the patch bay. And as opposed to me in the past having to just take these cables, put that in there, move it over here, mess around with my um, audio interface, literally one cable now connects all of that. And from there, if I wanted to change the path, like, so before it returns back into the FL, I can put that into my tape player, take it out of the tape player, put it into this, just send it all over the place. Um, I think I've said quite a few times, uh, I have no doubt that all of the effects and techniques that I use uh, could probably be achieved with a single VST that's now available, a single click. Um, but that's just kind of part of my workflow. Uh, I just, I find it enjoyable and that kind of makes a creative output output a lot more enjoyable for myself i don't actually think i answered your question <laughs> no it's perfect I, I could talk to you for hours about that but we should get the show back on the road yeah, no your problem. latest album is called in motion 2 uh, which is available on all platforms could you tell us a bit about your new album Whew. um well yeah um i'll try and give you the, the, the short abridged version of that but effectively it was kind of like uh when I brought out In Motion 1, that was kind of when I just started to get myself on the upswing of my battle with uh, mental health. Um, so I'd finally just kind of started to get myself together, really enjoying life, really enjoying just living, you know, but really feeling comfortable in my own skin. And that's what In Motion, the first one, was all about. It's just, you know, um, complacency is the enemy. Don't let it get you down. Keep moving. Stay in motion. So I just thought it would be kind of cool to almost bookmark it all these years later because, um, I mean, I personally think that I'm in the best state physically, mentally that I've ever been in my life. And I just thought it'd be really nice, uh, kind of almost cathartic for myself to bookend that, return to the same themes that I wrote in Motion 1 about um, with this totally new mindset. And at the same time, I've been experimenting uh, especially with uh, my mini EP Lost on kind of creating like that same nostalgic melancholy sound, but with like a far more abrasive set of sounds. I know it's not for everyone, but I mean, it was kind of like, it was almost kind of born, a born out of frustration, if I'm being honest, just because the scene that I'm kind of uh, attached with 
it's kind of restrictive from a um from like a creative standpoint you know it's like um there's a, a certain sort of expectation of what you have to put out in this scene you know it's got to be very wobby it's got to be very four four it's got to be driven you know chill vibes and i just thought you know it's kind of played out and there's so many artists that do that better than i do so I just want to get lots of fuzz and just kind of be a bit angry behind the synth, but also try and see if I can create that same melancholic sense. And that is the long and boring way of saying, um, <laughs> stay, stay in motion. Uh, it's it's sick, bro. <laughs> I want to play the track called 86. Can you tell me a bit about that track? Oh, yeah. Um, that was actually one of the first ones that I worked on um, from the EP. Um it's like when when you actually listen to In Motion too, um, all of those like, I learned so much from the beginning of that to the end of it, like so many new techniques. That's why like tracks like Liminal Space and Sonder, like the production value seems to be like a little bit better than some of the other tracks on the album. I'll admit that, but that's because I was learning as I was going on. Eighty six was the first track that I've ever worked with that was uh, written around vocals, so I'd never really mixed vocals before. I learned a lot from it. Um, could probably like i reckon now i could give the mix like uh, a little bit more of a of a shot but i just really enjoyed it and i got to work with tima who is just incredibly talented and just i mean she made that track her own i was actually about to throw that mix in the bin basically and then she came in she was like no oh, wow. i've got this and then um here came all the lyrics and it just seemed to complete it and honestly like, I, I hope that i get to work with her again she's fantastic all right, this is 86th featuring Tima by Memorex Memories. Too scared to let you in. 
That was 86 featuring Tima by Memorex Memories. Now, last time on the show, you said I look like David Byrne of the yeah. Talking Heads. Now, I never heard of David, but I did recognize a song called Once in a Lifetime. Once I li hey. listened to it, it was like, letting the days go by, letting the water hold me down, letting the days go by, water flowing underground. Now, David Byrne now has a Broadway show on HBO uh, directed by Spike Lee called American Utopia on HBO. Oh. It came out in 2020, but I haven't seen it yet, but the trailer looked really cool and the music sounds amazing. Sean, I was wondering, how were you introduced to the Talking Heads? Talking Heads? I don't know, man. I, th I think I think I've just always been aware of the Talking Heads. Like I think my parents just used to listen to them all the time. <laughs> but um, and then I think um, I don't know in my sort of teenage is it what would they call it? It's like adolescence when you uh, start dabbling with certain recreational smokable drugs you kind of get introduced <laughs> to a lot of the psychedelia from 60s and sort of new wave movements of the 70s and stuff and post-punk and all that but my friends were huge fans of uh, uh talking heads and i got to hear like all the cbs demos and that kind of thing but i just i love talking heads i think david bond and um oh fun fact piece of trivia the drummer and the um bass I feel bad. I've totally blanked. I've forgotten their names, but they actually went to go on and form the Tom Tom Club with a song that everyone seems to know now called The Genius of Love. So that one's like, did it, did it, did it, did it. No? Oh, well, excuse me. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll look classic. it up after the show. <laughs> um, what are you currently, currently working on? So you just put out your new album. Um, mm -hmm. Are you, so you're interested probably going back, back to the days where you used that uh, old uh, editor, maybe? Uh, is is mm -hmm. it just like, are you promoting a lot of stuff? How, how are you going about promoting your new album? Um, well, I mean, I, I actually done like a, a ton of like sort of indie promotion, like a, a lot of, um, on my own, really, where I was just thinking like, yeah, I've got a camera, I've got some slight editing know-how, and i just done what I could, you know, shooting little videos. Uh, I think we even done some cool stuff uh, with Stratford that I think is going to be utilized going forward, where we brought out like an in-motion beer and that kind of thing as well. Cool, so it was cool. like, yeah, you bought the beer, there was a QR code on it, you scanned it, you got a digital copy, we done physicals and that whole thing. And then it, it was just, it, it was a lot of fun, definitely some things that I'll be doing going forward. But um I mean, like, you've actually caught me at a, a moment of kind of, like, sort of clarity in what I want to do, that I actually feel that see all of the promotional aspects of In Motion 2. Like, um, I mean, as we were talking about, like, a, a good few years ago, I was just a guy in a bedroom with a computer hoping to make some sounds. And when you move on, and then it's just like, right, you're dealing with uh, labels, you're dealing with your promotion, everything's down to a schedule, it's time, it's meticulous, it's all you're worrying about, should I do this, should I not do that, you're taking other people's opinions into it, you're worried about the backlash, you're this or that, you kind of forget a little bit why you were that kid all those years ago that wanted to make music, and it gets not quite burned out, but you just kind of want to, you know, take a little step back. And that's exactly what I did recently where I was like, you know what? I'm going to work on some music that makes me happy because I'm feeling happy. I'm going to make some terrible artwork because I'm incapable <laughs> with, with Photoshop. And I'm just going to go, yeah, this is a date. I want to put it out. Don't overthink it. And, put, and, I, and honestly, I couldn't be happier. And I actually, I hope the uh, people kind of hear that happiness in the mix because that's what it was like just it's been a while since like, i've just kind of had that carefree attitude and really enjoyed mixing and i think you might be able to hear it but yeah this monday 
Psychogeography. Plug. <laughs> plug, plug. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, plug it some more. Where, where can people find it? Where should they go? Uh... Absolutely everywhere, man. Um, it will be on Spotify. Oh, you're, wait, you're talking uh, about your new track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's it. <laughs> wait for that because that's 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 the next track. I have another track. Well, so the track nice. I want to play now is a Phantasmagoria run by the grid. Uh, oh, please nice. tell us a little bit about the track. Oh, Matt, like, um, that, I think that was actually another one where I was just like, I just want to write a single, and that was a good few years ago. Um, and I think that also was me kind of toying with uh, colder sounds that kind of featured a lot more in motion too. That's when I first done it, where it was like um, almost like syncopated, uh, syncopated um, drum rhythms, trying to mix it up, just a nice cold driving bass. And also, I just kind of watched Tron, uh, the, the original Tron, and I was like, kind of want to make some music that would that would sound cool in Tron. So I made that. <laughs> So the cool thing now is we have video. So we're going to play the full uh, video uh, track, uh, the video you put on with it. So this is Phantasmagoria Run, The Grid by Memorex. Memories. Nice.
All right, that was Phantasmagoria, Run the Grid by Memorex Memories. Let's switch up the cameras here. There we go. And put you on. Uh, last show, you were telling us how you got caught at the cinema with your pants down. <laughs> Have you still not seen the ending of Rush Hour 3? Still haven't seen Rush Hour 3, man. No. <laughs> Salty about it. Salty it. No. Still haven't seen it. I forgot about that. <laughs> I need to stop being so transparent on the internet. It's going to come back and haunt me. What's in store for the future of Memorex Memories? Um, so I'm actually like just taking it one day at a time. Um, I'm just really enjoying working at the moment, if I'm being honest. Um, I've just got like a really nice sort of life routine in general, you know, like taking care of myself. Um, and that in itself is just making me happy to work on music. So I'm actually working on like four or five different singles just now, um, all at the same time. Uh, I just feel like my work ethic is just so much like probably better than it's ever been i just enjoy sitting down and working on stuff but yeah i think for the future um it's just going to be a little succession of singles for the next while i don't think i have any like ep plans or anything i'm just going to enjoy making some singles and popping them out <laughs> so uh the pandemic has kept us all in we weren't able to go out live and perform mm -hmm. i know you did some live things uh, out there do you have anything planned for the future yes i do Ooh. i do i have i've never been more excited uh it's been postponed so many times yeah. um but it's looking like knock wood fingers crossed you know the whole thing it's looking like it's actually gonna happen um as soon as next month Ooh. if all goes to plan um i will be playing uh, at the infrasound festival in minneapolis minnesota my wow, first you're going time, to the states first time in america um and then after that once again if all goes to plan and uh i don't want to jinx it but i will be doing my first mini tour of the states wow. with multiple dates it will be uh la minnesota minneapolis could even be atlanta that kind of thing which is honestly the most surreal thing i think i uh, have ever said i don't think it's actually going to set in that it's happening until i'm actually on the plane but uh i, I mean it it's literally a dream i have i have <laughs> literally dreamt about that in my office job and you just don't actually expect those things to come true so uh i think if, if you visualize it man it's gonna happen if you visualize <laughs> it it's gonna happen uh put it out and the universe will deliver I mean, uh, this, I did that with this interview as well, man. <laughs> no, I, well, I will say if any of my American fans uh, decide to pop out to see me uh, do any of my uh, American debut shows, just kind of be pre-warned that I'm probably going to have a very shocked and nauseous look on my face the entire time, just out of disbelief. Just... <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we're running out of schedule. Uh, we got some trivia guests that really want to play some trivia, but I still have three more tracks played. One of yours, uh, a new one, and then two other tracks. Uh, let's get on with it. Let's say uh, the last track of yours I'm going to play tonight is your latest track called mm -hmm. Psycho Geography. Tell us a bit about that track. No problem. An exclusive on Heartbeat Radio, an exclusive. Um, yeah, as I said earlier, I just really just kind of wanted to get back into having fun um, while writing. And that's exactly what this is. Um, I, I just, 
also sorry i might clarify that i'm i'm kind of actually adding to some of the like the foundation set by in motion 2 within motion 2 i really wanted a, a nice like clear mix i'm kind of really trying to move away from like lo-fi aesthetics and that kind of thing i, I want to be like an overall you know like a producer i want to produce something that's of quality um, and within motion 2 admittedly i was a little bit ambitious so some of the high end might be a little bit too piercing in places i recognize that and i think see just off the groundwork and um, i think this is i'm going to stop you for just a minute uh it seemed to be having a little bit of a internet connection problem uh just have another go and then uh <laughs> let's try it again too and i think i hope you guys like it too <laughs> uh i'm gonna ask <laughs> This is the thing with live shows. You got to accept yeah. that sometimes. So, uh, if you could just repeat what you said the last a minute or so, uh, let's let, let's have another go. We'll abbreviate it. Mix balanced. Feel happy. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's cool. No. All right, this is uh, Psycho Geography by Memorex Memories. Uh, we're, stay on because we're going to play some trivia later. Yeah, no problem.
That was Psychogeography by Memorex Memories from Ireland. We have Chris H., a.k.a. Helsinki Project. He's a lover of all soundscapes and a producer of Synthwave. His latest track is called Andromeda by Helsinki Project.
That was Andromeda by Helsinki Project. Paul, a.k.a. Rocco Destro, is the alter ego of an 80s child and Scottish producer with a deep love for all things 80s, especially the music. I have a world premiere on Heartbeat Hero Radio again here. Uh, this is Moving On by Rocco Destro. That was uh, moving on by Rocco Destro. It's time to play some trivia. Yeah. Yeah, 
guys, welcome to the trivia of Heartbeat Hero Radio. And today for the trivia, I'm going to introduce my guest from the Netherlands, bringing you the 80s synthwave vibes. If you took your DeLorean and you time traveled back to the 80s, you would meet Steven of Hot Heels. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, hello. It's me. We're back to the 80s. We got hyperinflation. We got gas prices through the roof. We got a, a Cold War again. Back to the 80s, baby. Yeah. And from California in the United States, this pop culture fanatic fills the internet waves with his podcast called The Ozone Nightmare. Please welcome Joe. I don't understand. So we're playing Tetris is what you're saying, right? Tetris? That's what we're playing? <laughs> Oh, trivia? Oh, I'm sorry. I've got the wrong thing. My mistake. Sorry about that. Yeah, hey, how's it going, everybody? Our Irishman that lives in Spain is here. Make sure to check out his album, Dodecahedron. Raise your hands for Ross, a.k.a. Sequenza. Hello. And he's got his mic working very nice. I do, yes. And last but not least, from Glasgow, Scotland, an electronic producing wizard, Sean, a.k.a. Memorex Memories. Welcome to Heartbeat Hero Radio Trivia. I don't have any quips. I wasn't prepared for this section. (laughs) (laughs) I don't Don't have any hate. I like keyboards. It's not like anybody else talks but me and, and him anyway. I mean, we're the only two. <laughs> All right. Now, uh, let's get oh, that's going to start. We're going to start with Stephen of Hot Heels. Stephen, oh, hello. Uh, you get to choose. You get to choose what kind of trivia you want. Everybody can choose. So each time I'm going to ask you from which one you want the trivia question. And I'm going to put you on, let's see, uh, layout Are any change. of these questions going to have uh, anything to do with professional wrestling from the 70s to 2001? Because if so, I'm fucked. <laughs> well, uh, that's, that's, all I've, that's all I got, man. Please, please, if you have those questions, send them to me, and then I will, I will, I will then ask them on the show. So, Wait a uh, minute. If he sends you the questions, he'll have the answers. This is bullshit. Yeah, but he, won't he won't remember. He won't remember. He won't remember. There are so many questions he won't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I am HBH Not royalty. Such. Okay, I was on. You heard the man. I was on the third episode. I can get I, 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 under the table. It's underhanded moves at play here. Oh uh, yeah. Now remember, everybody, this show is totally rigged against Italians. <laughs> yes, it is. See, si, senor. All right, Stephen of Hot Heels. What do you want? Do you want uh, sounds like music, or do you want the the zeros? Sounds like music to me, baby. Sounds like music. All right, here we go for the first question of round one in trivia. Oh, no, this, this is the practice round, so you don't get any points for these questions. Oh, that sucks. Uh, which DJ gave the first ever performance in the video game Fortnite? Was that a... Shit, I know. I don't play Fortnite. <laughs> I'd say uh, Marshmallow or some crappy shit like that. Was it A, Marshmallow... B, it's Marshmallow. B, Calvin Harris. C, uh, Steve Aoki. Or D, Hardwell. It's probably Marshmallow because he's easy to digitize. Yes, and that was a total gamble. There you go. That was the first question for our round of trivia. That's zero points because you don't get points, points for this practice round. Let's go to Joe Ozone. First question, I feel so old. Man. <laughs> what, are, what are my options? Uh, you have zero. A bunch of updates. Should I run those? I should run <laughs> updates during the show, right? Yeah, I should do that. Go ahead. What? The zeros or music questions? There are zeros. That's not my natural topic. Go for it. Yeah, zeros pop co- questions. Your question is Who sings the song Nobody Wants to Be Lonely together with Ricky Martin? Is that A, Kylie Minogue, B, Holly Val- Valance, or C, Christina Aguilera? If it's from the tooth, Aguilera, I guess, C. 
Let's see if that's correct. Great, I get one right, no points. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ross, AK Sequenza, you're up next. Okay. Where do you want your question from? The zeros uh, or the, the... the... Yeah, the 2000s. The Let's 2000s. The 2000s. All right. In The Chappelle Show, what is the name of the drug addict character played by Dave Chappelle? Is that A, Bianco Lazar, B, Jay Wigan, or C, Tyrone Biggums? <laughs> C, Tyrone Biggums. C, Tyrone Biggums. You guys are on a roll. And last but not least, we go to Sean, a.k.a. Mem Memorex Memories. Fuck up this rule. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's it going to be? The zeros or some music questions? Actually, they feel like they're all music questions, but... Give, give me some of them. Give me some of them music questions. Music I'm questions. Ready. Music questions. All righty. All right, uh, another DJ question. Uh, what DJ scored a hit with In the Name of Love? A, Tiesto, B, Martin Garrix, C, Avicii, or D, David Guetta? Oh, Christ. <laughs> I think you've just named like a room that I never want to fucking walk into. Um, I, I can give you a hint, <laughs> which probably would not, would not help. No hints. It's a zero point round. No hints. Avicii, there you go. Yeah. No, it was Martin Garrix, the Dutch producer Martin Garrix. Nice. So <laughs> still owes me there, twenty guys. bucks. There you go. <laughs> oh. All right, let's have a quick chat with Joe. Joe, on your show, The Ozo Nightmare, your co-host Lando reviewed a Batman comic called Batman Thrill Killer with Batgirl and Robin. Could you tell us a bit about that comic? Yeah, it was just reissued, I think, within the last couple of years. And it's a, it's basically what, I don't know if they called it Elseworlds then, but it's basically a you know different version where Batman... Bruce Wayne is present, but he's not really the center of the story. It's more about Batgirl and Robin, really. And the Joker is a woman uh, who's a much different type of Joker. She's not psychotic. She's more of a, a Lando compared to the Jack Nicholson version from the film, which I think is great. I, I, I got the comic. I haven't read it yet, but it's got a really nice art style. And it's just I love comics from particularly DC, but also Marvel from about the sort of the beginning of the eighties to about the mid to late nineties, because they were taking a lot of chances. It's, it wasn't all just factory rinse and repeat shit that you get now. And this is a great example. The idea of Batman being non center of a Batman story. I'm always in for stuff like that. And uh, the artwork's great. It's a really wild kind of version of it. And I can't wait to read it. Cause he described it. I'm like, yeah, I'm in on this. On, on the note of comics, man, I actually have a Punisher tattoo on my forearm, which now all these years later, I regret because it's kind of like associated with dudes who wear like Everlast t-shirts and have to testosterone replacement therapy and generally just kind of lean towards the right. So now whenever I see it, I'm just like, oh, great. I have fucking Nazi tattoo, basically. Modern Nazi tattoo. Oh. <laughs> so what 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 was your favorite comic? Was it Punisher or was it? Yeah, man, I absolutely loved the Punisher. Like, uh, I, I I think I've actually still got a stack of them somewhere. But um, yeah, I think that was kind of back in the time when, like, if you read comic books or like anything, you just typically got the shit kicked out of you in the schoolyard. And now it's just like, wait a minute, what? You haven't seen the new Marvel movie? <laughs> like, no, because it was punched out of me. <laughs> Uh, Joe, uh, you you haven't seen Batman, or have oh, you God. seen it? 
<laughs> no, I haven't seen it yet because I'm I'm never going to go sit in a theater for three hours. I'm sorry, I'm not. I, I, I Even before the pandemics, the idea of sitting around with a bunch of people who are on their cell phones half the time or throwing popcorn at each other for three fucking hours. No, I'm good. So I'll watch it once it hits streaming, which it should be in the next Soon, couple days. Then I'll watch it. And then I can watch it in parts. And that way, if I hate it, I can just turn it off and I'll feel like I spent 20 bucks on something I don't like. But I'm I'm, I'm interested. It's an interesting idea. What are your expectations? I like when you do something different. Anytime you're doing something different, I'm like, okay, I'll give it a shot. What are your expectations for the new uh, the new one? Well, I like the idea of the Riddler being a kind of serial killer because the Riddler is one of those characters, kind of like the Joker, where you can do different versions of him. And typically they go the buffoon route or, you know, they just make him into like a puzzle master, which is okay when he's sort of off to the side. But I like the idea that he's more of a threat. And Batman kind of being not great at what he's doing. Yeah, okay. I mean, I, it's gotten, it's interesting. I've read a lot of mixed stuff on it, but I have a feeling that I, I may not love it because for me, the 89 Batman is still the best one because the car was the best car. Keaton was great. All that stuff. It's going to just be hard for anything to overcome it, even the Nolan stuff, but mm. I'll give it a shot. It can't be possibly any worse than Batman and Robin, one of the biggest pieces of shit that's ever been put to film. So <laughs> if nothing else, George it'll be Clooney better than that. Saint. George Clooney <laughs> is a saint. <laughs> <laughs> so bad so bad i mean in every way jesus terrible sorry i know it's easter sorry i mean geez terrible not going to put me back in the cooler <laughs> <laughs> so joe uh, uh you yeah. you have a podcast uh, unfortunately because i have a podcast and i don't drive to work i used to drive like 45 minutes to work 45 minutes back so i had a lot of time to listen but uh, tell us what's going on with the uh, the ozo nightmare podcast I mean, it's the same old horse shit. It's just me and Lando bullshitting for usually 90 to, to 120 minutes about whatever the hell's going on that week. And then um, basically, if you come to it Monday through Thursday, it's just me for five minutes. It's a short topic show where I pick something that's interesting or that I'm going to review. And I do kind of a short version of that bite sized stuff. And then the Friday show is the show with Lando where he shows up. And usually I'm shopping in the background while he's talking. And then I talk about something. And then I have the late nights that kind of come out here and there. I just had one recently with Aunt Pruitt, who's a photographer and a host over on a, a big podcast network, which was great because I'm not really good at photography and I like talking to people who are better at things than me. Otherwise, it's kind of boring. And now I'm doing Twitch streaming once or twice a week. All I do is play the NES version of Jaws. That's it. And I sit there and I just babble for like 40 minutes. So if you want to be bored and wonder why people are doing things with their lives, Tuesdays around 6.30 Pacific, you can come and watch this and be like, why? Why is this happening? And that's it. <laughs> All right. You tell you picked that's a track all. for tonight. Uh, can you tell me a bit about it? Or do you want me to? Uh, yeah, I, this, is, this is one of my, I actually, this was one of the first tracks I remember finding when I kind of got into Synthwave as a, as a general thing, which you were just on uh, the Beyond Synth show. And that was kind of, I think for a lot of us, that was an introduction to this type of thing. And Rain Sword... Okay, now I can never remember. Is Rain Sword the artist of the friggin'? Oh, it's, it's Rain Sword the artist. The artist yeah. And Visions of the. Yeah, I always get it mixed up because it's like a, there's a couple that I get mixed up that way. But I remember I heard this one on one of the compilation albums and I really liked it. I just liked the whole kind of approach. It's just a laid back kind of, I guess now you'd call it a chill wave track. I don't think that term was around when I first heard it because, you know, terms just start popping up and people describe things 80 different ways. But it was just something kind of light, nice and laid back. I thought it was a, where it was placed in the album was good. And I just enjoy it. So I just, it's one of my kind of go-to. It's on almost every playlist I have that has any synthwave tracks on. It's a really good song. All right. This is Miles Rogers, a.k.a. Rainsword. He's from Newport Beach, California, using only hardware synthesizer from the 80s. Rainsword tries to recreate the nostalgia of a time he was never able to live in. This is Visions by Rainsword. Rainsword. 
That was Visions by Rainsword. Now it's time for the official round one of trivia. Here we go for round one. Four points. We're starting with Stephen of Hot Heels. Hot Heels, what kind of question do you want? You want a zeros question or a sounds like music question? Sounds like music, baby. Sounds like music. Here we go. Which singer uh, was the, uh, I don't know how to translate that. Uh, they, they made happen the One World Together at Home concert. Was that A, Lady Gaga, B, Katy Perry, C, Pink, or D, Adele? Oh, this is a zeros question. This is not a zeros question. It might be from the zeros, but uh, it's the music question. Could you repeat the question again? Because uh, uh, as you were t- you can tell, everybody just came in the room making a lot of fucking noise. Hello, so hello, everybody. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, which which female singer was the uh, initiator of the One World Together at Home concert? Was that A. Lady Gaga, B. Katy Perry, C. Pink, or D. Adele? Yes, that's a really good question. I wouldn't know the answer to. So I'm going to go with uh, Katy Perry. Katy Perry. No, incorrect. Incorrect. The correct answer was Lady Gaga. All right, we're going to go to Joe of the Ozone Nightmare. What kind of question do you want, the zeros or the music question? Why not just give me a music question so I could lose quickly? Go ahead. Music question. <laughs> music question. Actually, I'm going to put it on. Uh, let's change up the layout. Oh, what's that? What's that? Rock aliens? Voyage of the Rock Aliens. Watch this movie. It's one of the best movies from the 80s you'll ever see. Voyage of the Rock Aliens. Get it. Go ahead. Question. All right. Uh, what? Um, I don't know. I, I have to get another. It's, they're Dutch, so I have to translate them. So I couldn't translate that oh, one. Oh, God. Uh, in the video, ask me in Dutch. It's not like I'm gonna get it right. Uh, <laughs> in the video of which Coldplay song does the singer Chris Martin sing the lyrics backwards? A. Yellow. B. Viva la vida. C. Fix you. Or D. The scientist. Shit, I actually know this. <laughs> well, I don't. Uh, I, whatever the first one was. A. A. Yellow. Is it even uh... one of their songs? Sean, what was the correct answer? What's that? What was the correct answer? Um, it's the uh, don't say the scientist. The scientist? That, that, that oh, was it. Son of a bitch. That was it. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Fine. All right. So uh, round one is going well. Uh, Ross. I'm really not proud of myself right now, man. <laughs> The zeros uh, okay, or... Okay, let, uh, let me break the chain. Let me go for the 2000s. 2000s, all right. Here we go. In the third season of which program do we see the man character driven to near insanity by a fly? Is that A, Narcos, B, Breaking Bad, or C, The Wire? Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. That's our first correct not answer for tonight of the official round. all right sean you're up next what's it gonna be let me take the zeros here the zeros all right 
The simple line I never seem to get a lot was taken from which hit by gym class heroes? Was that A, <laughs> Cupid's Chokehold, B, Stereo Hearts, or C, Cookie Jar? Oh, you know, we're all bopping to gym class heroes over here in Glasgow, man. <laughs> um, B. B, Stereo Hearts. Oh. <laughs> I thought this was a trick question. This shit is real. The, These are real words. The, the real one is a Cupid's chokehold. That was the correct answer. Nice. Um, oh, how could I forget, man? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's have a quick chat with Hot Heels. How you doing, Stephen? Hello, Stephen. Hello. Hello. So, could you introduce who's there with you? Uh, well, uh, we got a lot of people here. Hi, I'm Focalina. Hello. Hello. Hello, I'm Lady Gaga. Hello. Hello. Oh, that's Lady Gaga. Hey. Hello. Eddie Gaga. Eddie Gaga. This is sick, my Eddie Gaga. <laughs> and we got the you know, anonymous smoker. <laughs> anonymous smoker. Hello. <laughs> and Stephen, what are you currently working on? You you make a lot of tracks in your free time. Eighties. Uh, yeah. Eighties. Um, I worked on uh, making a baby, uh, and it worked. So uh, <laughs> there's a guy, Stephen, in the making, just so you know. So uh, I had to cut down a bit on the music and start uh, working full time, baby. Getting used to that blue collar life. Uh, ask me, ask me what my job is now. So what's your job? What's your job? Well, I work in it. I work in it. Uh, I, I spread pleasure and joy around the world. I work in a dildo factory now. <laughs> Do you, do you use them? Assembling dildos. No, you need to go to the factory. It's a really giant hall where uh, people uh, uh, assemble uh, dildos. And I, I work at uh, Quality Control. <laughs> Can you take me step by step through the uh, the production process? of? Uh... I had to sign a non-disclosure agreement. Uh, but... uh, it's confidential, understandable. Yeah, it's all confidential. So that was the question that I win some points, right? Uh, yeah, what are your plans for the future? <laughs> Well, uh, I plan to release a track on the Heartbeat Hero radio show. I did it uh, just a few seconds ago. It's called I Want Your Love. All right. Well, this is I Want Your Love by Hot Heels. Here we go. Exclusive.
was I Want Your Love by Hot Heels. And now it's time for round two of trivia. All right, let's start with Stephen of Hot Heels. We're going to start with you. What do you want, the zeros or the Sounds Like Music? It sounds like music, baby. Sounds like music. Here we go. The Hollywood Vampires is a super group. Which world-famous actor is part of this? Is that A, Johnny Depp, B, Leonardo DiCaprio, C, Bruce Willis, or D, Keanu Reeves? What's the name of the band? The Hollywood Vampires. The Hollywood Vampires. <laughs> uh, repeat the entire question again. I would uh... <laughs> I sense a bit of cheating here. I'm drawing a blank here. Uh, A, Johnny Depp, B, Leonardo DiCaprio, C, Bruce Willis, or D, Keanu Reeves? I'm going to go with Johnny Depp, maybe. Mm, let's see if that is correct. Probably is. Yeah. There you go. I was going to say, go with the biggest asshole of the group, and that's who's going to be in that band. <laughs> well, I think it's actually more like a social group, because if I'm... I'm certain like the hollywood vampires i had like john lennon and stuff in it like during his dark period and that kind of thing i think it was actually just i was gonna say group. i don't think he's in it anymore so yeah. the rotation sure harry nelson and all that were a part of alice cooper it was just so like they could go and drink and they wouldn't be bothered by cameras if i recall correctly <laughs> all right joe what kind of question you want a zeros or a sounds like music Professional wrestling from the 70s 80s please uh, uh, <laughs> zero. let's go with the zeros the whatever zeros? All right. sure what who like, did I'm gonna be able to tell the difference when you ask me this go ahead who did <laughs> who did the hills alumni heidi montauk marry <laughs> who did the hills alumni heidi montauk marry to lauren conrad's dismay was that a brody jenner b spencer pratt or c jason waller I don't know any of these people. So. Was this question even in English? Yes. I, it doesn't matter if it wasn't. I'm a, a again. A for asshole. A for Brody Jenner. You know Chris Jenner, right? Or uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, what's his name? I forgot. Uh, but oh, yeah. uh, Caitlyn oh, Jenner. That guy. Caitlyn yeah, Jenner. Yeah, that, that's his Everybody son. Everybody knows that guy. That's her son. Sure. <laughs> okay. You know. Uh, but it's incorrect. What a surprise. It what was Spencer. Surprise. Spencer Pratt was the correct oh, answer. Well, I'm in his fan club. I should have known that. It was in the <laughs> newsletter. All right, Ross, you're up next. What do you want, zeros or music? Uh, well, I was thinking that the zeros might be easier, but then Joe's question was insane, <laughs> so I don't know. I crash and burn every every trivia game. Don't take me um, for anything. Give me a music one. Give me a music a one. A music one. All right, here we go. A music one. Which American singer plays as a prisoner in the film Spencer Confidential out of 2020? Was that A, Mark Wahlberg, B, Justin Bieber, C, Post Malone, or D, Eminem? What a group. Uh, Justin, oh, no, Justin Bieber, probably. Justin Bieber, he's pretty famous. <laughs> the correct ones was That'd post. The appropriate sound anytime somebody says Justin Bieber. <laughs> well done. Post Malone was the correct answer. And we're going to go to Sean. Sean, I got a good feeling about this one. I got a good yeah, feeling. Some more uh, gym class heroes questions. Uh, uh, was that the zeros or the, I think it was the zeros. Yeah, let, let's, let's mix it up. Let's go for the, the music. The music. Here we go let's to the it. music. 
Uh, which worldwide hit of uh, oh, this is a Dutch group. I'm not even gonna <laughs> ask that one. That's that's not a that's not even. All right, I don't think this will help. Uh, Liam Payne is now uh, a singer as a, uh, is now active as a singer songwriter with which boy band did he ever uh, break through? Was that A. Take That, B. The Backstreet Boys, C. One Direction, or D. Boyzone? One Direction. One Direction. You answered that question with the utmost sound of disgust in your voice. How come? Uh, because I knew the answer. You know what? Well, so it was, I'm uh, happy to be losing this game. I'm very yeah. happy to be losing this fucking trivia game. I'll just say it up front. Let me take the huge trophy again. What no. hell simulator have you created where I've got two questions about Coldplay <laughs> and fucking One Direction, man? Like, man, any credibility I've had is just sank. <laughs> Next one is about Nickelback, just so you know. Prepare. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's have a quick chat with Ross, a.k.a. Sequenza. Ross, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. What's been be keeping you busy lately? Uh, I've a lot of remixes. I've done a uh, remix for uh, Sinestema, who is a Canadian artist. I think you played him on the show last Played that last show, yes. Um, I am currently working on... Well... The remix that I did last month was for uh, Mark Matthews, who you also did the remix for. Uh, I, I, yeah, I did. You did. And then now, at the moment, I'm working on a remix for Cyberwalker. Ooh. Um, Polish artist. Pretty cool. Um, so I have that. And then I have, uh, on, the, on the long finger, I have uh, myself and your... Uh, collaboration that i just need to Amazing. find the time to start on but um it's still laying yeah, on the so pot to do pile but I, I have it i have it broken up it's in ableton it's just i just need to to, to get started on it that's all all but right yeah, man I'm no, no pressure no pressure um well let's play that uh, i got the track you and i the sequenza remix of mark matthews uh, do you want to tell me a bit about how that track got created or uh well i contacted him uh, because, well, one, because you had done a track for Mark, a remix for Mark, and Rocco Destro had done a track for Mark as well. So I thought, well, you know, I, I, need, to, I need to get in on this. Jump on the train. Uh, so I messaged him and he said, yeah. And then it just, I thought the uh, the chord pro progression on the vocals and just kind of fitted with this uh, kind of Italo disco sort of sound that, that, that the remix became. But yeah, no, I'm happy with it. All right, so this was is he. So that was the important thing, you know. This is You and I by Mark Matthews, the Sequenza Remix.
Oh, wait, I'll just give you a minute. Let me. <laughs> that was You and I by Mark Matthews, the Sequenza remix. It's time for round three of Trivia. So, so did you turn the audio on when I just called down a meteor? Fantastic. Right, it's time for the final round of trivia. <laughs> We're going to start with Stephen of Hot Heels. Stephen, what do you want? Zeros or music? Give me the music, baby. Music, music, music. Let's 
turn you down a bit there. <laughs> what music style uh, is yeah. m uh, mainly played by the American singer, uh, American female singer uh, Casey Musgraves? Is that A, country, B, pop, C, rock, or D, alternative? Casey Musgraves? Casey Musgraves. Never heard of her or him. I don't know. So I would say country. Country. Yeah. Oh, yeah, baby, you did it again, Edu educated guesses. It's correct. Yeah, You're a big bang of country off that name. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Joe, you have a chance to get a point. You know what? <laughs> Ask whatever question you want. It doesn't matter. I will let you pick it because it's not going to make a difference. So I, I, I like these up. new music questions. So uh, you're going to get the music question. I'm going to put you on the spotlight right. there. All right. Uh, all right. Let's help you out. Let's at least give you one hey. that you should be able to do. Uh, oh, don't say that. that. Then that makes me seem even stupider. When you say, "Well, you should be able to get All right. this." And then I'll take. Completely then I'll take. Then I'll take. I'll take the back one. <laughs> the one I just had. All right. I, I, we, uh, from which country is the axe? Is the act tone and I from? Tones and I. From which country they from? A. England. B. America. C. Australia. Or D. New Zealand. A. No. I don't know who this is. That's what I said. It doesn't matter what question you ask me. No, I don't know. I'm going to... Oh, well, okay. Uh, C. F. <laughs> J. It, All of the above. I, I, uh, I, 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 I took your first answer as, as the one you were submitting, so uh, it was C, but uh, unfortunately you said A first, so... Thank you so much, Joe, for playing. <laughs> anytime. Anytime uh, I'm a buffoon to look like a dupe dipshit, I'm here for you. All right, awesome. All right, we're going to play another track. Um, here's another track of Massive Z, the duo from Berlin, Germany, in combination with Peter Vaughn, a.k.a. Jacket, is from, and he's from Denver, Colorado. Uh, this is Letting Go by Massive Z and Jacket.
was Letting Go by Massive Z and Jacket. We're going to see, uh, I did a bit of a cliffhanger there because we were still busy with round three. Um, let's see if Ross and Sean can even up with Stephen. Ross, uh, what kind of question do you want? A zeros question or a music question? Give me a, give me a 2000s. Give me a 2000s. Zeros. 2000s for the last question. Well, give them a good shuffle. Give them a good shuffle. You man. want me to shuffle them? All right. <laughs> All right, that's there. They're shuffling them. There they go. Suspenseful oh, yeah. shuffling music. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, I think I ran out of battery. No. <laughs> My All right, phone. here we go. I shuffled them. Who did Marissa shoot in the a pivotal moment of the OC? <laughs> oh shit! Here we go. A. Jimmy Cooper. <laughs> B. Trey Atwood. Or C. Caleb Nickel. B. B. There is no way you could have known that one. Mine scored no, but the trade that team. name sounded like uh, you know in that eco zone. So, so that's okay, <laughs> they all sounded like they were in the eco zone. <laughs> um, Sean, you can tie up with Stephen and Ross if you want. Oh, here we go. Right, I'm ready for the, what? What do you want? A zeros or a music? Uh, I'll go for some more music. Music. I've prepared my mind and body in various ways during the break. I'm ready for this. Here all we right. Go. In which country? Uh, is every every year the the biggest electronic music festival uh, held? Is that A in the Netherlands, B France, C Germany, or D America? It's the Netherlands, isn't it? It's um oh shit, what's it called? <laughs> it's like tomorrow. You know the show is rigged. <laughs> All right, we're gonna play paper scissors rock, starting with oh, Stephen please. and Ross. All right, you both have to uh, get get your paper or your scissors and then put it under the screen so we can't see it. I'm going to do a countdown, and then you're going to raise your hand. This always goes very well, everybody, so get ready for fun. Yeah, the person that Let's cheats is uh, just loses, so don't cheat. At no expense. <laughs> All right, Ross. Ross, can you yes. show me your hand? Just, just a little quick, because uh, I can't even see your hand, so I have to – oh, yeah, there, there it is. All right. Here we go. All right. Uh, put your hand down. Pick an item. Three, two, one. Oh, Stephen. <laughs> Three, two, one, go. What are we doing? What the hell is that? <laughs> I'm going to give that one to Ross. Ross, that's a point for you. <laughs> oh, uh, the show was rigged. Sean and Ross. Right, here we go. Three, yeah, put your hand down. All right, pick an item. Um, I'll go for the 80s. It's been good to me. <laughs> Three, two, one, go. Boom. Oh. Oh, both rock. Both rock. All right, let's do it again. Put the hands down. Three, two, one, go. Oh. 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 <laughs> uh, staying strong to the rock. Here we go again. Three, two, one, go. Yes. <laughs> All right, he got him. Uh, Sean, congratulations. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, Sean, uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. You won the trivia. Congratulations. Uh, it's, uh, it's time to say goodbye to everybody. Uh, what are you grateful for, and what would you like to promote? I'm, I'm grateful for the knowledge given to me by Jesus Christ here on Easter <laughs> Eve to win this trivia successfully. Um, I want to thank my partner, 
and my parents for blessing me with the um, intellectual capacity to to win this coveted competition. There you go. Very cool. <laughs> Show him the prize, Daniel. Show him what he won. He won't believe what he won. Can't wait. You have won nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's the prestige that's why it's, I it's the honor tonight. it's the honor man yeah exactly. right it really it really yeah. is let me tell you and then uh, what would you like to promote man um well i, I, I mean uh, yeah got a new single coming out on monday uh psychogeography is going to be available absolutely everywhere soundcloud spotify youtube uh, I think it's even been picked up by Electronic Gems, which is the first in a little while. So, yeah, stay tuned, man. I think it's dropping about everywhere about midnight, I think. Midnight on the Sunday, Monday, however. But, yeah, I'm just, as always, thank you all for listening. <laughs> thank you for coming on the show, Sean. All right. I don't know how to make a dignified exit. <laughs> all right, Stephen, uh, what are you grateful for and what would you, what would you like to promote? I'm grateful for the sun that I'm going to have in my newfound job and life fulfillment working in the dildo factory. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, check out my SoundCloud. I just released a new track. It's called I Want Your Love. Thank you, Stephen, for coming on. Joe, what are you grateful for and what would you like to promote? Uh, I am uh, grateful as I have been, I think, the last like five or six times I've been on for everybody in my family is healthy. All my friends are healthy and nobody is gotten sick or anything bad has happened so i'm always grateful for that and promotion wise just go to ozonenightmare.com i don't know why i'm making a hand motion as if there's something that's going to appear but that's where you can go post a link post a link and you can follow things what's that you you post a link in the chat oh god i'm not even in the chat yeah okay i'll go in the chat and post it it's always twitch wants like 18 forms of identification which is nice thank you i appreciate it but (laughs) every freaking time so anyway that's the one place you can go and you can take off from there so all right, cool. Um, Ross, what are you grateful for and what would you like to promote? Uh, I'm just thinking I'm grateful that uh, my partner is the one who handles all the flat-related stuff because our shower leaked last night into the neighbors underneath us. So oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> That's so... I'm thankful Shit. for that. So, yes, you know. And, and promotion uh, promote, nothing really. Um, just SoundCloud, Instagram, and all the other. You know. Promote the shower repair company, man. <laughs> we haven't we haven't found one yet. We're still, we're still at the insurance stage. Well, they so. go open cast and call any um, shower repair <laughs> people uh, in in the Spain region. <laughs> All right, thank you all for coming on the show. Uh, I'm going to invite uh, everybody to come on backstage in the Google Meets. I'm going to post a link in the chat now. So let's get this, and you'll be uh, be seeing some of the cool people in the chat joining us live behind the scenes. I have a very cool um, pre-recorded show. I think I'm going to play a track before I run that. Um, let's get some cyberpunk going on. Perhopes is a French artist born in the 90s. His music sounds like a blending of mid-tempo analog vibes and heavy beats inspired by dark electronic noises with a French touch. This is Particles by Perhopes. <laughs>
was Particles by Perhopes. Come join us in the Google Meets. I'm posting this one more time. Uh, I have a pre-recorded show now for uh, for you guys. Uh, one hour and nine minutes. Then I'll be back to play the last two uh, tracks for the live show and say goodbye. So here is the pre-recorded show. Welcome to the pre-recorded part of the show. First up is Massive Z, a duo from Berlin, Germany. This next track has vibes of driving a supercar through Tokyo. The track Metropolis brings traditional Asian soundscapes analog synthesizers and a fresh modern mix to the listener's pleasure this is metropolis by massive z
That was Metropolis by Massive Z. I now have three short tracks by Isobutane. These three tracks are a collection of some of my favorite tunes off his YouTube channel. They are Poly and Tracker AE Lego Welt Jam, Floppy Pop, and Stylophone Gen X1 and Poly and Tracker. Enjoy. My apologies, uh, I was playing the wrong pre-recorded show. Here is the real one. Here we go. Welcome to the pre-recorded part of the show. First up is Massive Z, a duo from Berlin, Germany. This next track has... Welcome to the second part of the pre-recorded show. The most famous Renoise artist I am playing tonight is a Swedish composer, Johan B, a.k.a. Mitch Murder. Famous in the synthwave scene from his tracks in the movie Kung Fury. He creates all his tracks using Renoise exclusively since 2003. For those who don't know, Stratos Zero is a side project of his focusing on classic electro, techno, acid house, and mostly 90s electronica in general. This is Area 313 by Stratos Zero.
That was Area 313 by Stratos Zero. From Kansas City, Missouri, this is Mixer Mike, a.k.a. Red Skies Project. I have a remix coming out for one of his tracks I created. Very soon it's coming out. Uh, but up next is Cruelty by Red Skies Project. Was cruelty by Red Skies Project. My Patreon supporter Keith Atherton had a request for today's show. Check out his Instagram at Mr. Keith Atherton. He requested the track Fixing Me with Love by Sunglasses Kid and Primo the Alien.
was Fixing Me With Love by Sunglasses Kid and Primo the Alien. Alice DJ is a Dutch Eurodance pop project. They were best known for their 1999 single Better Off Alone, which was a worldwide success selling over 1 million albums and 5 million singles worldwide. This is the Caspro cover of Better Off Alone by Alice DJ. We're going to show you how exercise can help solve specific female problems, such as keeping your hips and bottoms sleek and trim. Remember, good muscle tone will improve your bust line. And we're going to show you exercises to give you a healthy feminine body.
That was the Caspro cover of Better Off Alone by Alice DJ. Next up is Marta Mix. Please go to martamix.bandcamp.com to get this next track. It's an elegant and lovely chill wave track from Japan. This is Purple Diver by Marta Mix. Purple Diver by Marta Mix. Next up is another video edit by Robin Lights. Sleepless Nights is a synthwave chillwave artist from Liverpool, UK, bringing you ambient soundscapes, soaring guitars, and lush synths to take you on a journey back into time. This is Heartbeats by Sleepless Nights here on Heartbeat Here Radio. Thank you. 
That was Heartbeats by Sleepless Nights. Maurizio Gaia is at it again. He has created another cool video edit of Waterworld, combining my remix of Unholy by Embers. Larry A.K. Embers has collabed on many tracks with me. He's my buddy from the United States, a guitar hero and a vocal talent. This is Unholy by Embers, the Heartbeat Hero remix.
That was Unholy by Embers, the Heartbeat Hero remix. We're going to continue with another Marito Gaia video edit, this time of Rocky 4, matched together with my track Synthwave Memory. This is Synthwave Memory by Heartbeat Hero.
That was Synthwave Memory by Hardbeat Hero, and now it's time for another cool video edit of Robin Lights. This is Costa Chill by Caspro. That was Costa Chill by Caspro from France. We have Metacells, Electronic Synthwave, and some kind of Italo Wave. Follow him on his YouTube channel. This is Trial Run by Metacells. If you never wanted to do anything that was dangerous, where should we be if nobody tried to find out what lies beyond? You'd ever wanted to look beyond the clouds, the stars, or to know what causes the trees to bud? But if you talk like that, people call you crazy. 
That was trial run by Metacells, born and raised in Slovenia, former DJ and now a father of three, just recently found out that creating music with headphones somehow magically silences all of the usual daily commotion. If you want, you can support him through PayPal, Buy Me a Coffee, Bandcamp, or Magroove. And if you do, thank you. This is Laconic by Mago.
That was Lagoconic by Mago. Next up is the skillful synthwave Swede, Louis A.K. Adex. Influenced by electronic acts Jean-Michel Jarre and Giorgio Moroder, as well as rock bands like Nine Inch Nails and Rage Against the Machine, Adex morphs retro-futuristic synthesizers into high-energy four-to-the-floor bursts. This next track is called Kisingen. The name is a mock-up of Hissingen, and, uh, which is an island in a large area of Gothenburg, which has a significant historical importance. Namely, it's the location of the Volvo headquarters. And also, Arctic Mega Defender lives there too. This is Kiesingen by Adex. <laughs> Thank you. 
That was Kissing Again by Adex. Gridluster is from Canada. His self-titled album is called Gridluster and it will be available on the 12th of May on Bandcamp, Spotify, Apple Music, pretty much all platforms. His Bandcamp address is elixirstonecraftworks.bandcamp.com. This is Neon Computers Inc. by Gridluster.
That was Neon Computers, Inc. by Gridluster. Next up is a very cool cyberpunk track. Selena started music production in the dark synthwave, dark synth genres in 2020. She came from techno and she found her sound in the cyberpunk genre, where dark techno and dark synth can meet. Alva Beat is an electronic music producer from London, UK. This is Black Sky by Alva Beat and Selena.
That was Black Sky by Alva Beat and Selena. Next up is Option Command, synthwave and synthpop born in Los Angeles. This is Home, featuring Andrea Marino by Option Command.
That was Home featuring Andrea Marino by Option Command. BMX Escape is a music producer fusing nostalgic soundscapes with the infectiously synth-driven melodies. This is Broken Hearts featuring Justin J. Moore by BMX Escape.
was Broken Hearts featuring Justin J. Moore by BMX Escape. Now, we were talking behind the scenes. We were getting some lessons, some Minecraft building lessons backstage. So uh, next time, please try to join in on the backstage uh, Google Meets uh, thing. So if uh, I'll post a link in the chat and you can just click on that. I'll accept you and you can join in on the chat. So I have two more tracks for tonight. Uh, the first one I'm going to play is The Autobahn by Heartbeat Hero.
That was the Autobahn by Heartbeat Hero. There goes my voice. <clears throat> that was the Autobahn by Heartbeat Hero. Now, the day you hear the waves sliding over the sand. As a kid, you play on the beach, and the drive back home makes you fall asleep. This is Synthwave Sunsets by Heartbeat Hero. That's it for the show today. If you enjoy the show, please tell your friends and family about it. I post recaps of the show on YouTube and Instagram. 
please give those a thumbs up and make sure to subscribe for more videos of the podcast and my music. Thanks to all that came and watched the podcast live on twitch.tv slash heartbeathero. I am so thankful for all my listeners and guests on the show. Big thanks to the artists that let me play their great tracks. Thanks to all the amazing people in the Twitch chat. And thank you to the people that listen, like, and share the show on SoundCloud. You can support the show by checking out Heartbeat Hero on Spotify, iTunes, Bandcamp, and SoundCloud. And like Jefferson Rift, Robin Lights, Keith Atherton, Lee Ellen, my mom, and my wife, you can support Heartbeat Hero Radio by going to patreon.com slash heartbeathero. The next show is the 16th of April on Saturday night, Paris time. See you in the after party. Have a great day, everybody.